Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. You're listening to the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. This is Paul Hawksby. And Andy Jacobs. And this is the H&J Daily featuring some of the best bits of this afternoon's show. We were joined by comedian, writer and Big Palace fan, uh, Chloe Petz. Yeah, I've never met her before. She knows her stuff. She sure does, yes. It's a returning guest. She's often in with me and Charlie, but she was very good as always. Um, Mike Ward joined us with a pick of the non-sporting telly. Yeah. Martin Kellner took against the documentary. Uh, from the world of football he as he looked at the world <laughs> of uh, sport on TV this week. And we had a bit of a chat about various things, didn't we? We did. You got a bit pantastic in places. So uh, here it all is. Good afternoon, everyone. Good afternoon, Andy. Yes, good afternoon, Paul, and good afternoon, everybody. And a little bit uh, disappointing, well, very disappointing to see Ben Chilwell. Yeah, get disappointing like from that. an England point from of view. From an England point of view. From, I think when we get know. this close to a tournament, your club loyalties go out the window. I was seeing Saka go off last week, thinking, oh, no, really? I mean, all these club loyalties get put aside, I think, because you're so close you're to the tournament. You're not if it's your own players, it doesn't. <laughs> no. You know, you just, it's, it's so frustrating because now James and Chilwell are both out at exactly the same time as last season and I was half expecting Shirley Bassey and the propeller heads to come in and sing history repeating oh okay marvellous nice reference there to a good good song very good song Uh, but good news that Dennis Zakaria Zakaria or Zakaria uh, (laughs) Dennis Z Looks good. What, what are you going with? What's the what's the has anybody asked Dennis? The commentators were saying Zakaria, uh, and at halftime it was Zakaria and Zakaria. It's a bit like Hulahan, Hurahan, Horahan. And Hura. Yes, of <laughs> course. The They're well known firmer solicitors. <laughs> he looked good well, for six minutes. Three minutes? guys, one called Zakaria, one called Zakaria, and one called Zakaria got together. <laughs> if you had a slip, trip or fall at work. <laughs> I made a call. Yes. But uh, anyway, he looked quite good, so you wonder why he hasn't been playing. Uh, yeah. uh, moving to the cricket, well done, Ireland. Uh, yeah, another defeat. It's not so easy when you have to play the whole 20 overs, God, is it? so bitter. Any team, any team that, that beats England... Look at them, they stunk the whole tournament he, out except against them. England, and even that was a fluke. It's really annoying. <laughs> Look, you know, I'm sorry. It's because of attitudes like yours that people raise their game when they play England. The sense of entitlement is staggering. No wonder every team wants to beat England with fans like you slagging them off when they beat England. Am I right, listeners? Yes, of course I am. <laughs> now, this... stop lighting up that switchboard. Yeah. 03717. Thomas Tuckle. Yeah, I've been reading about it. He had to go and find himself. Yeah. Uh, Same he couldn't find his best team. Yeah, yes. He went off and did some Ayurvedic 
rejuvenation. Now, have you ever seen this before? It's, it's popped I've, up in quite I think I have verdict, but yes, I have. I have verdict, is yeah. it? Okay, all right, okay, but, fair enough. Uh, yes, no, I know all about it, but... I because mean, they do they do some um, induced vomiting. Have you know that's part of it when they go off to these retreats? They, Can't they? No, I think they, I mean, I'm sure this is it. They, I've seen it There's before. a lot of pubs they do that on Friday nights yeah, they in drink, Grand Britain. They drink this drink and they <laughs> purge themselves as part of this oh, rebirth. Yeah, I'm sure that's it. I've seen it a few times. But um, great. It, yeah, I suppose he had a kind of very similar response when he was watching old Pulisic finishing. Really. <laughs> Probably had a bucket by the side of the pitch as it was. He should have tried it in the summer. He might have kept his job instead of being so uptight the yeah. whole time. But, but he's, uh, he feels reborn. Well, good. He's a great manager. You know, yeah. he's going to land up in a job and he's going to do really well. I've got news of the Duke of Kent. I always enjoy these. Oh, yeah. It's uh, one from the Times Court Circular. Yeah. Uh, the Duke of Kent this morning planted a tree for the Queen's Green Canopy at Hatfield Park. Oh, yeah. He's hoping for a return to wooden rackets. Yeah, I'm sure <laughs> he it. is. Yeah. It's all about tennis. He's a big fan of tennis. It's all, all, around, probably. It's all about tennis. Sky News had an odd headline hmm. earlier on. It said, um, Wolves will have paintballs fired at them in Holland to make them less tame. I thought, surely they should be spending their time on their finishing, <laughs> yeah, shouldn't they, really? Yeah. Don't go all the way over to Holland. That's a good and he scored six goals all season, haven't they? That's true. Yeah. And uh, you see that it was the World Puddle Jumping Championships. Yeah, I did see that. So, we decided to dip out no, this no, year. It was won by a three-year-old. I mean, we've had some tough interviews in the past, but that might be pushing <laughs> yeah, it a was, bit. It, was she three? She was quite three, young. One of the winners was three, yeah. Oh, well, she did tremendous. Um, but, uh, of course, uh, come on, it's Friday. Give us your puddle jumping football. Oh, you haven't got any, have you? Splashly coal. <laughs> <laughs> no okay, more. Okay, it's Friday you can That's bring... It. <laughs> it's Friday you can bring in games. Go on, then, if you really want to. And, Talksport.com, text 81089, tweet TSHNJ. David Hay, who apparently is a vegan, was caught. Um, yeah. He's got a vegan business, I believe, as well. Right. Caught uh, eating a bit of chicken. Caught eating a bit of chicken wing. I, I can't really see the point. There's no meat on a chicken wing. If you're going to eat meat, you might as well have a steak. <laughs> What's the point? Yeah, I'm, I'm sure that's not the take that most people have had on it, really. <laughs> no, I know. It did seem a I bit odd. I don't like chicken It wings. did seem a bit odd, didn't it, as a story, I'm thinking. A man that's nominally a vegan eats chicken. I didn't, I didn't think it was... It well, didn't in my morning. I mean, it's, you know, it's up to him. He fell off. He fell off the wagon, or whatever the equivalent is, really, from a yeah, vegan point I mean, of view. It's true, but you know, it's it, it probably won't have any last. It depends. Damage. It depends if you sort of like in, inflict. I don't expect David is, but if you're sort of inflicting your vegan views on people and inflicting, being, that's a very well, interesting do. turn of people okay. do. Of course, they do. They sort of say, "Well, how can you eat meat? And how can you do this? You should be a vegan." Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, you don't think that's inflicting? I think it is. Personally, think people should be able to do what they want if, if you they just like doing if you it, pull fine. out on the shot of him eating the chicken. The colonel's standing behind him with his thumbs <laughs> yeah, up. Exactly. The colonel's got into him. He's got under his skin. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Good. So, okay, then, if you want to do that, uh, puddle jumping, uh, Welly Alley, says George in Lincoln. <laughs> Glenn Puddle. That's very good, <laughs> that's Saxon. Very well good. done. I knew you'd come through. Isn't you always do. Uh, Talksport.com, text 1889, tweet TSH and J. Well, um, our Aussie boss here, he likes to come and stick it to us when the Australians have been in England. He does. He very much enjoys He very sheepishly that. came over to us just before the show. Oh, that'd be the phone. Very That's sheepishly him. came <laughs> over to us just before the show. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, now England, they, Aussies didn't get the, the, up, the up in the run rate they thought they might get against Afghanistan. So England know exactly what they've got to do. I mean, really, mm. they shouldn't mess this up, should they? No, they Sri shouldn't. They're, they're a better team than Sri Lanka. And if they play to their form, they, they should win. And they, once they, if they're into the last four... It's been a oh, it's been a difficult tournament. There's been some good cricket, and it could have been a wonderful tournament, yeah. but it's just been spoiled by the rain, really. 
Gareth Batley's going to join us, former England spinner, head coach at uh, Surrey, the county champions, of course. Uh, we'll also be bringing you a bit of a conversation around a feature you'll hear on game day of tomorrow. Uh, yes, it will be. Well, yes, we will be tomorrow. We've got the game on Sunday, haven't we? Actually, this weekend, the 12.30. Is it? Yeah, yeah, it's tomorrow. It'll be on game day tomorrow. All right, okay. So, um, yeah, it's it's on programmes. And I was quite shocked when reading it and listening to it, just how many clubs are now not producing a printed programme. I mean, look, some of the reasons are obvious, you would think. But yeah, uh, people aren't buying them. That'd be the main one. No, no. But come on, there are reasons. Yeah, that's the that's the number one reason. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> but there are reasons why they're not buying. Yes, them. no, there are. Did you win the world puddle jumping with things like that? <laughs> Tom Puddleston's. Tom very Puddleston's very good. Very what about <laughs> Danny Wellybeck? Danny Wellybeck. Yeah, does that muddy? Work is it? Says yeah, Jason. Yeah. Yeah. Harvey Wellyer. They're basically wellies, Chris. Thanks very much, <laughs> well, uh, and thank you, Jason from. Uh, muddy is it go on then uh, talksport.com text 81089 tweet TSH and J can't see us keeping that up for three hours oh no but uh, you know uh, we'll all get you know a joke's a joke not a ruddy pun well, yeah, little, little but anyway for now yeah. keep sure. them coming mm. the Hawksby and Jacobs daily podcast make the welcome return to the studio now is uh, Palace supporting comedian Chloe Petz good afternoon Chloe good to see you hi nice to see you too thanks for having me no, you, we're just having a chat I, I've seen your name in the credits on the, the reboot of uh, Fantasy Football League on, on Sky and uh, we've just been having a chat off air it's yeah we're very much enjoying it having been part of the, the it first time around um, so I mean been a fun experience working on it yeah absolutely brilliant it's I mean what what more could you want than just sitting in a room with a bunch of football fans trying to write funny things about football it's, <laughs> it's what we do at the pub so to get paid for for it with amazing talents um in, in the comedy world it's just such a privilege yeah yeah it's been a very clever reboot i was saying to you he's, he's managed to retain the original feel of the program but he's updated it which yeah obviously had to be done it's, it's i think really enjoyable and the reviews have been good I think. and we were saying like they've managed to sort of well basically repeating back what you've said keep it keep the spirit of it but also keep with the times now because yeah. i think what was so beautiful again we were saying beforehand what was so beautiful about it is that it was trying to modernize football in the 90s you know mm. overcome um hooliganism and, and make it just sort of a bit more of like a thinking man's game and i think uh nowadays it's it's a thinking person's game and they've mm. really kept that spirit of like let's be pushing the boundaries of like what what football is and can be and i think yeah that's, yeah. that's what i really like about it good 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 i didn't notice last night that five out of the top 10 managers in the league are women which is interesting i think oh yeah uh, yeah but yeah, yeah i think it's it's just great and um it's so fun that everyone can can be involved now yeah, yeah. absolutely now you're on tour Mm. Is that right? So currently on tour, we're doing tour support for a gamble, mm. which is great. And then I'm off sort of starting my tour again in January. Um, so, yeah, starting at the Soho Theatre and then going all around the country, which is really fun. Fantastic. Um, yeah. yeah. And so um, what, sort of, what sort of venues are we, we, we looking at? Where are we going to be playing around the country? Oh, no, you put me on the oh, spot. <laughs> I should have the dates. You, you should come onto really. national radio and know yeah. the dates of your own well, basically, it's not always, uh, In the nicest possible way, you'll be all over the place. <laughs> I'll be all over the place. Look, let's name... I've got to be going to... I'm going to Bath, Brighton, yeah. Glasgow, Edinburgh. Loads of amazing places. Soho um, Theatre. Oh, Soho yeah, Theatre, yeah, starting at Soho Theatre, London. Uh, but yeah, all over the place. And there, I did um, the last leg of the tour sort of 
in spring this year yeah. and it was so fun the audiences that have come just are always so up for it and yeah we do a lot of uh, football talk lots of sport talk it's mm. great yeah that's what I was going to say because mm. you do a, you do a fair bit of football in your show don't you really yeah, and I think it's probably because I, I think I can come at football from quite like a sort of funny perspective, I hope, which is that I want to be sort of this, you know, uh, woke feminist radical. But then you, you're sitting in the stands at Sellers Park and you equalise with Wolves and they've been giving it you all game. It's very difficult to be uh, the woke person that you want to be. You do turn to them and give them a little bit of it. So, yeah, I think it's that tension of like uh, yeah. of, of being having a foot in sort of both worlds, you know, the 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 sort of queer community that are quite radical and then you you know you top football lads football does that to you in the moment doesn't it sometimes it i mean we've all done it we've all gone to and we've said it makes all, you terrible we've said <laughs> it does i find we've all done it and said something thought oh i'm not why did i say that but you just you just get lost in the moment you, you really do my favorite is when you like uh see little kids with their dads in the front row and they're they're proper giving it that's what yeah, yeah, yeah it's yeah. just almost like the purge like anything goes at the football you're you can get away with anything. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's not good when you see an eight-year-old though swearing and calling the players by their last names. Look, and, you know, it's yeah. not good, yeah. but it is funny. <laughs> <laughs> well, yes, yeah, that's, that's as may be. Uh, now, Palace, I was uh, I was quite surprised looking at a stat today. Um, Palace have not won on the road this season yet, have they? I mean, I th- they go to West Ham tomorrow. I thought this might come up. I'm yeah. surprised. I thought. I thought. I know. I knew they hadn't won everything on the road, but I thought they might have had one in the bank. But I didn't realise they hadn't won at all. I think we sort of oscillate between being really good at home and being really good at away, away season to season. And um, we haven't. Because I think kind of sort of Hodgson because we'd sit back so much and absorb pressure. We um, we were really sort of explosive on the break, and that sort of tends to suit away games. I think the problem is is that when we're at home, we tend to come onto weaker teams, and we've got really skillful players that can sort of take those teams apart. Mm. But the problem is, is when we go away and they come on to us, our midfield's just really flimsy. Mm. Um, so, I mean, against Southampton, we started Milivojevic, Schlup and Eze in midfield, which isn't sort of a natural midfield trio. And I think, yeah, if you go to West Ham, you're thinking we're probably going to get a little bit overrun there. But I, I think Decore's back, um, which he's he looks a player. Mm. He looks really good. He can tackle, he can pass, he can sort of do it all. Um, so yeah, I am concerned. I don't. It doesn't. It, it's the kind of um, it's the kind of fixture we sort of go and roll over. But maybe we'll show up. You never know. Yeah, you never know. There's all these things about yeah. Wilfred Zaha at the moment. He's been mm. reading reports this week. He's going to have to take a look at things at the end of this. You think this is the last season or not? I really. I obviously hope it's not. He's mm. my my hero. He's the the best player to have played for for Palace over a consistent amount of time. Um, look. His contract ends. We're not getting sort of indications mm. that he's going to sign another one. Mm. Um, so yeah, I think it could be the end of the road. But I think we've just got to really enjoy him because he's playing the best football that he's ever played for Palace under Vieira. So mm. we'll just enjoy what he he gives us, and hopefully we've got like a legacy planned as well because Eze's quality, Elise's quality, we've got a Bue coming through as well. So there's enough players that that could replace him. But he's just so exciting and so yeah. brilliant. Because you've been doing. It depends on really, if he gets another offer. Really, it depends yeah. on what he what depends you know, on the what offer he gets. Table, I'm yeah. sure he get a good contract offer at Palace, but it does it depend, doesn't it? Obviously, when you're walking away effectively on a free, yeah, you can you you know you you financially it makes a lot of sense. But you would have um, 
you would have met Eze, wouldn't you, recently? If you've been working on fantasy Mensis football, cousin. Mensis cousin. I've met his cousin. I'm one degree of separation <laughs> from Eze now. Ah. Um, yeah. Because he um, came to one of the recordings because we saw a picture with uh, with Mensis and him. So I just wondered if you'd been at the been at the recording and, and, and met him. I haven't met Ebs, no. Um, I think... Um, the issue is, is that in in the line of work that we do, you sort of you get you get used to being around a lot of famous people, a lot of celebrities. You have to learn to keep your cool. But I cannot keep my cool around football players, and I think I'd be like a little girl really, around Eze. So I'll just have to like really prep myself. Be cool. Be cool. And West Ham tomorrow, they've rested a bunch of players. They, they put out kind of a, a, a young sort of a lot of academy players last night in Romania. Got a good result. So yeah, they, they kept Bowen and Rice and Suchek and Zuma fresh. Tomorrow is it Sunday? Or? It's Sunday. Sunday. It's Sunday, Sunday. Yeah, not tomorrow, yeah, but they kept players fresh for the for the yeah, Sunday yeah. game. So it's, it's going to be a pretty tough old match, I think. Don't let Boeing take any penalties, though. I'd say. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, we seem to. Uh, we yeah we in recent years, I've been to most of them in the past couple of seasons, and we we either roll over or we play really badly and then beat them. So it's going to be whatever happens, we're going to play badly. But it's whether we can nick a result or not is the uh, is the question. So ChloePets.org is where people can find all the dates and the tickets and everything for uh, for the, the remaining part of the tour. Yeah? yeah, and they definitely are updated there, um, much better than Excellent. how I've described them. <laughs> well done. Well, good to see you again. Thanks for having me. It's Keep always up the a good pleasure. work on fantasy football. Thanks very much for joining us. Cheers, guys. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. What about the sporting telly you cry? Well, that's covered, of course, <laughs> as always, by squad number nine, Martin Kellner. Good afternoon, Martin. Good afternoon to you, boys. You all right? Yes, yes not too bad. We're, We're in the throes of the Rugby League World Cup and, we uh, certainly are. and the many aspects of it, Martin, you're going Loads to discuss, I believe. Yes, indeed. Um, well, I watched England versus Australia. Very interesting. The Australian uh, wheelchair rugby league team mm. are called the Wheeleroos. <laughs> the Wheeleroos. That's a good name. And it is, isn't it? And they they set it up very well. The pundits uh, on the BBC, who are absolute blanket coverage. Uh, in fact, there's a match going on now on uh, BBC Two, I believe. If anybody wants to watch it, oh, put it on but, now. Yeah, bang it. Well, it'd be on the screens there. Yeah. Um, but they, in selling this, I mean, it is a, a wacky sport. Uh, there was a, a woman on the, in their pundit panel called Freya Levy who played, um, actually, she played para ice hockey. I think she also played um, rugby league for uh, Great Britain, you know, uh, wheelchair rugby league. And she says, oh, the action will be insane. There'll be a lot of chair spillages. Mm. Which uh, is a loose expression I heard anymore, but it's a great way to sell the game. And they, yeah. I mean, it, I don't know if you're familiar with how it's played, but as opposed to tackling, uh, they have a tag uh, mm. on their arm, and uh, the tackler has to uh, pull the tag off, and then the player has to stop. Um, it, I mean, you can pick it up very, very quickly, but I've never seen a sport where Velcro plays such an important part. Because, I mean, literally, you'd have to pull these tags off and then they have a, a sort of belt of spare tags that mm. they wear and they have to put a tag back on. Um, and it's um, it, it's great to watch. It really is. I think like the rest of the Rugby League World Cup, at this stage, um, it, it suffers from a lack of competitiveness. You know, there's some ridiculous scores. Mm. So it's been at the moment, the BBC is selling it very well. They're doing a good job on it. But it's being sold probably more on the basis of inclusivity, you know, because the wheelchair game is just so inclusive. Yeah. Well, you to the point play... where, you know, able-bodied sports people yes. can play the game of wheelchair Correct. rugby league. 
Correct, and there's no sort of age, gender, there's no, no um, there's no bar to it at all. Uh, and on, on, as well as that, they have phys- physical disability rugby league, PDRL, they call it. Mm. A- Adam Hills, who I'm sure That's you've had on yes. baseball. Yes. Yes. Yeah, he does, yeah. and he, he's um, he had an interesting expression. You know, he played rugby league up to the age of about twelve, and then obviously his disability stopped him from playing rugby league when he was back in Australia. And he said, when he found out about physical disability rugby league, he said, "I jumped into it with two hands and one foot," <laughs> uh, which I thought was a cracking line. Mm. And that's a, that's a sort of nine side game. So it's uh, it's going on alongside the uh, the wheelchair mm. rugby league and the women's rugby league, which is quite. And we all watched a bit of England Brazil last week while we were on air, and that was, I mean, look, England are likely to be. So they've not been yeah. playing rugby league in Brazil I think they've only about three no. years or something so they're, obviously they're going to be they're going to be come up short against England so, yeah I mean some of the scores are ridiculous the, uh, the French played the Welsh mm. at uh, wheelchair rugby league uh, this morning and it was like 158 something to France I mean it was just but the enthusiasm of the Welsh player the guy the, uh, the captain one of the players interviewed afterwards yeah they love it. They love it. You know, the enthusiasm is infectious. And I think the BBC is, is selling it rather on the enthusiasm and the process and the inclusivity. You know, the fact that uh, England beat Greece by some ridiculous yeah. score. Um, but then on the other hand, there were people in Greece watching it in a taverna, mm. you know, possibly smashing plates afterwards. Yeah. I don't know. But, <laughs> you know, the fact that... Uh, the, Heritage is being embraced in this way um, is a big thing for the Beebs. Absolutely, so, uh, and we got some it's great a, it's games to come. Fascinating to watch this. Really. Yeah, no, we're, we're before, watching really it at the moment. Yeah, I've, I've, I, yeah, yeah. So um, also, I've not seen this. I, Andy saw this. I haven't. I'm going to watch it over the weekend. Uh, it's the Italian ninety when football changed forever yeah. uh, on uh, Channel Four. It's a it's a few parts to it. Mixed reviews, three, three parts. It? Yeah. I thought it was the most appalling rubbish, to be honest. Oh, okay. Um, well. Not but too fine a point. On it. No, it's just the fact that I mean, all right, we'd seen it all before. That's fair enough. Yeah. Um, you know, if you it was thirty two years ago, so there'll be a lot of young people who won't have seen it all before. Having said all that, sort of every cliche you can imagine was in it. You know, we, it was the 80s, right? So the 80s is leading up to the football changing forever. Mm. So that gave them an excuse to show, uh, again, the uh, the Millwall-Luton thing, right. Heysel, the Bradford fire, etc. So What's kind of the of background which, to what happened, though? Well, it then? was the background, but, I mean, you know, it's three, three episodes of this. Also, we had, um, because, I don't know, because it was Channel 4 and I don't know the attitudes of the people made. It was all Thatcher's fault. I'm no great lover of Mrs Thatcher, but I would not, you know, to actually ascribe all the football ills in the 90s, to, you know, to tie it all in with everything, I don't know, the poll tax riots, the, uh, you know, everything that happened in, in, the, uh, in the 80s, the Millwall, Luton, uh, the Bradford fire, to tie that all in with, uh, with Mrs Thatcher seemed to me to be slightly simplistic, to mm. be honest. Um, and, I, I take you know, it. I take it as this series goes on, yeah. it will feature more of of the well, football of in the this tournament. Is, yeah. But this one, the background was, you know, 
Well, well, Tony yeah. Evans was pretty it, interesting, actually. He, yeah, it's all true. Tony Evans, if you want to hear more of Tony, he's on my, he's on my show most weekends. Mm. Uh, and I like Tony, and I, you know, but he, he has a political attitude, which is fine, and it's one that I'm broadly sympathetic to. But to, I just say, I just thought the whole thing was simplistic. I also fed up with these interviews with celebrity hooligans, yeah. you know, and and the explanation they called them the firms. I thought, oh really? I never knew that. <laughs> and then he said, uh, fighting. <clears throat> oh, this is all in the narration of it, you know. Did you overblown not narration. think the under? I thought that was an interesting thing when the undercover cops were revealed that, that, yeah, that they were speaking actually, they were speaking yeah. sort of like as if they were talking about you know being part of this violence and blah blah, blah. and suddenly but right at the end it's, yeah. i shouldn't do this because you haven't seen it Paul, but it, it mm, kind yeah. of it switches and you realize that these blokes all three of them were undercover Wow. Yeah, that was that was very interesting, I have to say. Yeah. So maybe I'm being too hard on it. Um, but it just seemed to me that, you know, there's a World Cup coming up, therefore it's now going to be the great documentary season. We'll have lots of uh, mm. these documentaries running up to the, to the World Cup, you know, about various aspects, um, which, you know, I used to be all in favour of, you know, when, when they used to pay me 200 quid for sitting in front of a, <laughs> in front of a screen and mm. uh, pretending to remember stuff. Um, but... Uh, so maybe the more similar thing there is, you know, interviewing the hooligans, doing all that. It's to me this stretch three episodes. Episode two, I presume, is going to be a little bit more of that, and then maybe episode three, it'll be Gaza's tears, and it'll be the three tennis, yeah. well, and it'll be right. all that. We, you know, I think we know what's coming. Uh, I'm probably being hard on it. It just annoyed me a bit. Martin, you are back overnight, aren't you? Yes, I am, and Tony Evans might very well be on. Yes, I'm not sure. can, you can pick up his thoughts I'll on pick that it up documentary. With him. Yeah, I will pick it up I'm with sure. him, to be honest. I know. Um, so, uh, so yeah, anyway, that was, that was my view on that. Rugby League World Cup, I'm 100% behind, obviously. 1am start for you? Yeah, 1am, looking forward to it. Excellent. Um, <laughs> don't sound like that. <laughs> so, we'll let you get a little yes, nap in pre-show. Yes, a little nap. And... Uh, <laughs> Well, there it is. Yes, He's got a bit of Swanee whistle tonight. Oh, I not. always have a bit of Swanee whistle. I always shove a bit in just for the. Yes, yes, okay. Sure. If you want, if you want some uh, overnight Swanee whistle. Uh, <laughs> I'm into Martin. Of course, we all do. Um, thanks, Martin. We we'll catch up with you next week. No worries. Cheers. Here boys. we are, Martin Kellner. Extra time with Martin uh, overnight tonight and tomorrow. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Mom deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. 
like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Mike Wall joins us, Brighton supporting uh, TV reviewer for The Star, of course, and columnist. Good afternoon, Mike. Hi, guys. We normally do yeah, Brighton. We haven't got time this week. We haven't got right? time for Brighton. No Andy whatsoever. was very keen just to concentrate yeah. on the TV, yeah, just the telly, which is, is which is a victory very much for you. I, well, I, um, nothing more needs to be said. It's the last in the series of DNA Journey. Two fine actors, Larry Lamb and Alison Stedman, in the meeting when the ITV meeting happened. Because this is an ITV show. Indeed, there must have been someone who slowly put their hand up and said, <laughs> "Isn't this basically a rip off of who do you think you are?" <laughs> and they all would have looked. It was like they just honestly rewrite yeah. history. <laughs> in the world of TV, yeah. um, but no one would have dared do it, I guess. But look, it, it's it's basically their version of it with a slight twist, isn't the it? The one thing I would say mm. in its defence is because they put the, <clears throat> the, the twist, the main twist, is mm. they put two people together rather than one. Oh yeah, and they go off together, which is sort of contrived, but in a, in a strange way works because Larry Lamb and <clears throat> Alison Stedman obviously work together with Gavin and Stacey, and they, they, they obviously get on really well. So when each person makes their discovery. And there's a particularly sort of dramatic one for Alison Stedman in this one, which has been much publicised, but I won't go into it. Um, it's having Larry Lamb there sort of just adds an extra, I don't know, extra dynamic, somebody to sort of share your news with, rather than somebody right. sitting in a dusty library mm. with an academic and some, you know, scrolling through some databases, and they go, oh, you know, sort of mm. so it does make it a <clears> bit sort of light. It's a bit more ITV. Let's be brutally yeah. honest here. So it's uh, on tonight, nine uh, p.m. Uh, tomorrow night, Queens for the night again in an ITV meeting. Someone said we need something a bit like RuPaul's Drag Race, so, but we need it? celebrities yes. in it. So yeah. let's have celebrity. Drag queens, yeah, and let's 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 just do it once in case it's terrible. Yeah, um, so it's uh, I haven't seen any of this, um, but it's on. Uh, Lorraine Kelly is the presenter. They've not um, given you an advanced copy. Mike. Oh, they That's, might. That, I haven't checked. Is that if a bit I'm of honest. a red flag? I haven't active. No, no, okay. it may well be. I haven't actively actively looked. Okay, I've because, enjoyed RuPaul's Drag Race, but I've got a bit. It's a bit samey. That's the only thing. Really? Well, there know. is the sameness element, and again, yeah. as, as, you, as you say, you can't help feeling, ugh, you know. I, I, it, uh, since the dawn of time, ITV has been full of stuff that looks strangely familiar from you know other sources, <laughs> mm. but but added a certain certain sheen to it. So people mm. people basically unleashing their drag alter egos, right? Uh, Including being, Joe Marler, a, a regular guest on mm. Breakfast, of absolutely, course. Yeah. and um, Adam Woodjet, formerly of um, EastEnders, Simon Gregson, Coronation Street, mm. Mr. Motivator. Oh yeah, Mr. Motivator is amongst them, and then various people judging it, including Mel C and Rob Beckett. Okay, okay. fantastic. So that's 8.30 uh, tomorrow night. Um, uh, also, on to, we're on to Sunday now, because I'm a celebrity, of course. It is the big one, isn't it? Gets underway. Before that, a masked mm. singer, I'm a celebrity special. If yeah. I didn't hate it so much, I'd almost watch it because of Matt well, Hancock. Well, the Matt Hancock. It's a programme I cannot stand. I find it so tedious. I've just hit Andy with the reported 400 grand that Matt Hancock will be God. picking up for his appearance. Oh, he's gone up to four. Oh, it was 350 last... Yeah. We all know what's going to happen. The British public are going to vote for him to do every single they are, trial. They but do you know what the problem with that, voted out. The problem with that is that that tends to make people over the course of, mm. the course of several nights more and more sympathetic towards the Not person. Not with him, it won't. Well, <laughs> it no. Won't. 
Probably he won't. not. He's the least sympathetic well, it is, person yeah. in Britain. <laughs> what I find, what I bizarre, <laughs> wow, we have that on his T-shirt. Um, <laughs> he's twenty to what? The latest odds I, I looked at. He's twenty to one. So he's still more popular than Eileen from Coronation Street. <laughs> that's a bit harsh. You know, that's it's harsh, harsh, isn't it? Well, I mean, that's she done to deserve that's due that. to your theory, isn't it? Then unless, the, the, she's, unless she's sort of not well, sending a cab on time. He might. I mean, the thing is, if he if he gets upset and cries, we won't know if he's crying or not based on mm. previous examples of that on TV. Um, so yeah, it's it's, it's it's the trials. I can't stand the trials. The I trials, I just think, yeah. uh, just feel a bit kind of samey. I I don't I I enjoy I'm a subject. I, I admit I quite like watching, it. and I, I quite like the sort of the fact that it doesn't really matter whether you've heard of half the yeah. people or not. By two or three nights into it, you either like them or you don't. It's the same yeah. with watching Strictly. And and look, anything with celebrity. Ant and Decker great on it. Ant and Decker uh, great. And uh, so I will I will defend it. But yeah. I do think the trial, the idea that, oh, gosh, I hadn't expected to be eating, you know, this, that and the other bits. Um, mm. it, yeah, that's not really a great shock anymore. Yeah, don't make me jump out of a helicopter. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's all it's so predictable. It's so <laughs> tedious. Well, Andy can't wait. He's having a shower. Who cares? I like the fact the Mars Singer... <laughs> I'm a Celebrity special before the cop costumes they're mm. using in the I'm a Celebrity uh, Mars Singer special beforehand include koala and kangaroo and I'm thinking you only think of the koala and the kangaroo in the context of something quite unpleasant so it's yeah. a very strange thing to be dressed up as yeah. to celebrate I'm a Celebrity because so, they could have had the, the Terry the, no, I'm not going to say it. it's no, an iteration though imagine that yeah. dance yeah. Who wants to get in that costume? You don't want to get um, that. <laughs> so nice one, Mike. We're out of time. So good, good to uh, good to talk to you as always. We'll catch up with you next week. Cheers, guys. There we are, Mike Wall. There mm. from the start. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. There we are. That was how it all unfolded today. We'll do it all again on Monday with Danny Kelly and Andy Brassel and all the oh, yeah. guests who join us for the reviews of the weekend's football. Thanks for your company this afternoon and indeed if you were here throughout the week. Do hope you can join us one o'clock on Monday. If not, the podcast, as always, will be available at four. You've been listening to the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Hear the guys every weekday between 1 and 4 p.m. on TalkSport. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.